Hey y'all, uh, and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week we'll chat about the music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and even some things in between. My name is Dio. My name is Crystal, and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research, so you don't have to. We'll share little tidbits, fun facts, and give you our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of them and Hope you love them too. And if you want to check out the music videos we're discussing this week, you could check out our playlist on YouTube, Apple Music, and Facebook. And with that, let's get it cracking. Hey, Crystal. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, I'm still getting it up. As you should, because tis the season. Yep, we're like final stretch of... Uh, you know, Pride Month. Yeah. Have you been doing any fun things this month? Um, I think we mentioned last week, I'm just going to gay bars and drinking gay beer and sometimes even cocktails. Oh, delicious. What's your favorite cocktail? Um, it's nothing fancy. <laughs> it's just a... It's a... Um, Vodka soda? Gin and soda, please. Gin and soda. Gin and soda. Yeah. Gin and soda. Never did a vodka and soda? Yeah, I used to, but I feel like that's so 2001. <laughs> um, no, I, I like some gin. I, I hate tonic. I feel like that that aftertaste is not for me. But um, yeah. What's your favorite cocktail? I like cocktails that make me feel like I'm at the beach. Ooh. So like, you know, a pina colada or like maybe a margarita if I'm feeling like tequila y, mm. which is not that much because that's kind of a bit of a party. So I just <laughs> don't like to go too cray on the tequizi. But yeah, I like creamy drinks, beachy, pineapple, coconutty. Oh my God, completely random. Do you remember the margaritas that they would have at XES? The frozen margaritas? Oh my God, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember any of the drinks that they had at? Well, ex actually, it wasn't XES. Excess is what they it was called. You you know that for the longest time, I didn't realize that it was it was sex spelled backwards. Really, like <laughs> way too long before I realized that that's that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, that was a legendary place. It was a great for for the listeners who don't know. Um, it was a great bar in Chelsea. That um, wasn't too far from our yeah. apartment. Good times. And, and they had a buy one, get one free, a BOGO. Mm -hmm. And those drinks yeah. were dangerous. You were pretty, you were set with one drink. And since you had you the had ticket, you're like, I have yeah. to have the second. And they were eight bucks and they were worth, you know. So you got, was it eight bucks or was it six? Wait, it was eight. Was it eight dollars for a margarita? Or was it $16, but you got two? I don't remember. Anyway, they were strong and good. So it was like, you know that you were good off of, like you said, the one, totally fine. But then after the two, come on. And you can't be like, no, 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 I don't want that. <laughs> God forbid if you were meeting someone else or like you, uh, some more people were going to join you and you had to have a third drink. Because that meant you had, you'd have fourth. Yep. Oh, yeah. That you have to have a fourth. Totally. Yeah, we, you could easily just say no. I'm not, I'm just gonna have the third and you know keep the ticket for later. Yeah. But no, 
yeah. bad choices or give it to somebody else like there were options yes, but yeah. you know we were like no we have to <laughs> you know we have to use that for ourselves yeah good times good summer times listen i'm at an age where if you know i haven't finished my drink and we need to leave i'm fine with leaving my drink oh yeah oh yeah a lot of a lot of friends are like they always freak out and they say you well you have to finish i'm like i don't i don't have to you finish. don't yeah but back in the day <laughs> that was 100 percent a thing yeah like, no i, I must so. you can't waste like waste not want not like you can't no you must finish it <laughs> but now it's like you know actually that does not not that serious yeah we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time that is true <laughs> That made no sense. But. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was a shout out to, um, oh my gosh, who sang that song? I see his face. Jermaine Stewart, was that his name? I don't know. Because he was family. He was family. Yes, Jermaine Stewart. Was he family? Is this confirmed? According to the wikis, he was openly gay. So, and listen, we know if it's on wikis, it must be facts. Oh, good. It's probably all that cherry wine he had. Yeah, good stuff. I know, for the young listeners, they have no idea what we're talking about. Um, they don't. But look him up, yes. Look him up. Um, gym class hero sampled that uh, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. So, oh! I mean, even some younger people probably don't even know who gym class heroes are. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, like, do they even know who that is? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, we're old. <laughs> But we're young at heart. We're young at heart. And we're listen, we're here, we're queer, and we're celebrating Pride Month with yet another icon. Who is that? That is the one, the only, Lady Gaga. Yes, Gaga. <laughs> yes, Gaga. Yes. You have to put that. Can you put that in the playlist? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if it's available, I feel like, I feel like there are several times I'm like, I'm going to put it in the playlist, and it's not available. Oh, boo. I know. Like, what was it? Uh, the SNL parody of uh, Justify My Love? Not available. I know. I got complaints. What do you mean? The messages. Uh, we got an email saying, you. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, sorry, everyone. <laughs> well, if that's the case, well, I think you should tell people about the Yas Gaga. No, it was just uh, something that went viral where a, a fan was waiting for Lady Gaga. She was coming out of the hotel and she had an outfit and he was like, Yas Gaga, yes. And it swept the nation. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And listen, we're still talking about it to this day. We're talking about it right now. I know. I love it. I love it. But um, but what album are we covering this week? This week, we are covering The Fame. Not The Fame Monster. The Fame. <laughs> Not to be confused with The Fame Monster. We are covering The Fame. You know, I mentioned this to some friends, and they were just, like, confusing the two albums. And it's because, you know, they're similarly... La, 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 titled <laughs> so yeah they kind of were related it was a reissue of the fame so i think in it and it had some um some new songs included so definitely confusing but you know makes sense 
Yeah. Well, we'll definitely cover that album too. Definitely. Um, but for today, um, yeah, we're going to cover the fame. Um, Gaga, huge icon, definitely, you know, reminds me of this generation's or that generation's Madonna, I guess. Even though, don't don't tell Gaga that. I know that she doesn't necessarily feel that she is, that they are kind of related, but mm. she's, she's had to have been influenced by her. Of course. And that's okay. <laughs> so, um... Did you see, did you hear that, that interview she did with Zane Lowe and Zane Lowe was comparing her to Madonna and Lady Gaga was like, not having it. She goes, we are two different artists. Yeah. She's like, I play my own instruments. Yes. It was like, it was a little like, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's true. Like, I mean, everyone's different, right? Like, yeah. yes, you can be inspired and there's role models and, totally. you know, people who paved the way. Um, but yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. But I mean, Gaga, true artist grinding in the, in the New York city nightlife, just trying to make a name for herself, similar to to Madonna, um, and really just being super provocative, and just really just being super provocative, which is probably why she gets a lot of um, comparisons to Madonna. And and they're both kind of five foot one and change, if that. And they're both blonde, and they're both Italian. Italian American. Italian American, yes. For sure. Yeah. And listen, we love them both. We have space in our hearts for all of them. I love Lady Gaga, um, especially with this album, right? Like she came in, she snuck into our hearts, right? Like she, yeah, she knew the formula. Like she, there's, it's definitely pop, right? And so we, we think this is our like quintessential pop artist, but no, there's a little bite to this pop, you know? Like, so she, she knew the formula. She, she played by the rules, sucked us in, and then switched it on us and was mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, no, I'm more than just this, you know, stereotypical pop artist. I, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she was born Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata on March 28th in 1986. Say that three times fast. Stephanie, no, I can't. Um <laughs> She performed as a teenager, singing at open mic nights and doing school plays. Uh, She took piano lessons and practiced through her childhood. She had a small background role as a high school student in an episode of The Sopranos. She did a program at the New York University Tisch School of Arts. In 2005, she withdrew from school and then wanted to focus on her music career. And then she wound up being signed to Def Jam in September of 2006. But unfortunately, the label dropped her. I feel like we hear about that often. It's like, you know, the artists will, you know, they're like, oh, the big break. And then they'll get, you know, their first thing and the the label will drop them for whatever reason, a variety of reasons, who knows. Um, After that, she adopted the stage name, which she got from the Queen song, Radio Gaga. Mm -hmm. Um, and during that time, she met a performance artist named Lady Starlight, and that's who helped her, uh, develop her onstage persona. Um, and then she performed at little local venues like the Mercury Lounge, Bitter End, and the Rockwood Music Hall, which are famous venues in the New York City area. In 2007, 
Vincent Herbert, a.k.a. Tamar Braxton's husband, signed her to his label. Um, and she actually credits him with, like, discovering her. Oh, wow. Um, and then later she um, struck a publishing deal with Sony. And then she actually did some writing for Britney Spears, New Kids on the Block, Fergie, and the Pussycat Dolls. And I didn't actually jot down the songs that she co-wrote for them, but I did listen to them and they are very Gaga. I was like, yes, Gaga. <laughs> um, when she was at Interscope, she had done a reference vocal for Akon and he was impressed with her singing. And um, that's kind of, I mean, we hear of Akon being instrumental in her career as well. Um, and then later she met songwriter and producer Red One, um, and then she collaborated with him, and that's when she recorded her debut album. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I never knew that that's what she said. <laughs> yes, you were today years old? <laughs> yes, I'm just, I'm, I feel vulnerable. I feel... I love it. Yeah. Naked. I'm usually the one that's like. <laughs> oh, I thought she was saying red wine. At first, I did, and then I honestly like. I think I realized this maybe ten years ago, maybe. But at first, when I that part came on, I was like red wine because you're like you're in the club. It's like of course she's singing about red wine. That only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Listen. The more you know. The more you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they collaborated. Um, and they also like used to date. So it's also like, that's an interesting dynamic, I feel. She was 22 when the album came out. Um, and that's, that's young. Like, do you remember when you were 22 and what you were doing? Uh, last week I was um, <laughs> going, to the, going to the discotheque. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't remember what I was doing when I was 22. Yeah, no. I don't. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I, yeah, don't, we don't need to go back there for me, but whatever. We're, we're moving on, moving on. Um, but yeah, like 22 is, you know, we're old now. So looking back at 22, it's kind of like, wow, you were making a whole album and you were in a relationship with somebody who you were writing music with. And that has got to be, you know, difficult. You've got this artist, you've got two artists that are, and we know artists feel things and they are just, sometimes they're on one. So it's just like a lot. So I can only imagine. And then you're like only 22, you're, you're young. So you're still figuring, you know, shit out. But listen, we got the fame because of it. Thank goodness. The fame had messages around love, fame, and sexuality. Like those were the central themes of that album. And it went on to sell 14 million copies worldwide and it was nominated for album of the year. So it was a, a pretty hot debut. It sure enough was. <laughs> yeah. And what better way for her to introduce herself to us as a 22 year old with the single Just Dance? Like, why not? Just Dance. So Just Dance was released in April of 2008. Lady Gaga said she wrote it in 10 minutes as a happy record. 
Um, she wrote it while she was hungover. We're familiar with the lyrics of the song. She's basically talking about being intoxicated at the club. I've had a little bit too much. Like it's very simple, but it's got that that beat and that kind of like infectious techno pop feel to it that the girls loved. It was giving very like um, hookup chic. Yes. Drinking culture, like weekend party. In my mind, I like. I think Red Bull vodka. Mm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, totally. And I think um, Red Devils. Do you remember the Red Devil drinks? No, what's that? That used to be my like catch up drink. If I would get to the to the club later than everybody else, so I would have to catch up. Oh no! It's got like all the alcohols in it. Oh no! And it's and oh, it's no. sweet, so you're you're catching up quick. That does not sound good. <laughs> But it's giving me very much that. It's just kind of like, you know, dark club, strobe lights, like, where am I? Bad choices. Bad choices all around. All kinds of choices. Yes. Good and bad. Good and bad, but mostly bad. <laughs> um, it peaked on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, and it was on the charts for like five months. It was very successful in charts all over Europe, Australia, Australia, <laughs> all over Europe, Australia, US, everywhere. And it is among the best selling singles of all time, having sold over 10 million copies, um, which is pretty impressive. It was her first platinum record. It had gone platinum in Australia. So that was her first platinum record. Colby O'Donis appears in this video. He actually has a verse in the video. I don't remember him. I don't remember even seeing him after that. You I'm just don't. kind of like, every time I would see, oh, Just Dance, Lady Gaga featuring Kobe O'Donis, I completely ignored that. I'm like, who is who is that? Uh, Kobe O'Donis, more like Kobe Adonis. Oh, not really. <laughs> not really. Not really. Um, yeah, he had that um, He had that one hit. Um, it was featuring Akon. It's a... Uh, what you got hmm. and so yeah he's like he's from queens and his parents are like puerto rican and italian descent mm -hmm. so of course odonis right like, <laughs> of course. like what makes sense like what yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean he was young he was young uh when he had his singles i mean since then he's grown up but uh yeah he seemed like you know like a but, listen good for you you got to be in this um lady gaga video that's amazing i know i know and then we had akon in that video as well we had um space cowboy who i wasn't familiar with but he's a, a dj and producer that gaga worked with um before this song was nominated in the best dance recording category um and it lost to harder faster stronger by daft punk which was also a good a good song um that's a, that's a good song. It's too. a good yeah. dance recording. <laughs> yeah. And then also wanted to shout out Melina Matsukis, who directed this video. And we are familiar with her um, because she directed Beyonce's Formation, among other videos. Wow. And she also did the cinematography on Insecure. Mm. She also directed Master of None. Um, and... and episode of, of Master of None. Mm. And she also, what well, this wasn't my favorite movie, but 
she was a cinematographer for Queen and Slim, and I stand the cinematography in Queen and Slim because that was yeah, that beautiful. looked amazing. Um, yeah, so she was kind of you know this was back in '08, and this was kind of you know what her um, not her start start, but the, you know her her early um, dabble, her early dabble in the uh, in the industry. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a great video, right? Like yeah. It begins with lady with a lady, not the lady, a lady dre- dressed in black mm-hmm. with sunglasses, and she puts on a disco light boombox on and starts playing music in a house. Um, so it seems like it was a good party because uh, you see a lot of used cups. People are passed out all over the house, as well as the driveway. And I was thinking, oh my god. Must be nice suburban life to like be able to pass out like in your driveway or your friend's driveway. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, that's dangerous in the hood. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) And so we see a limo drive up and we see heels hanging out of the window and it's Lady Gaga. And she walks in with two girls. I wrote down severe bangs because she had bangs. (laughs) Gaga's in pink and when... One of the ladies uh, is carrying a synth keyboard, so it looks is very 80s. Gaga in another scene is wearing um, a blue lightning bolt shaped sticker that you mentioned. I, you know, to be honest, I think she did that to kind of uh, distract from uh, the different sizes of her eyes, because like one eye is like bigger than the other. And so throughout these music videos, you're going to see what I like to call eye covering because <laughs> mm. she's always covering she's always covering her eyes especially with the severe bang you can't really see her eyes that that well mm. and i think just one is one is big one one's a little asymmetrical right like it's not it's not symmetrical mm-hmm. anyway so gaga starts to sing and everyone starts to wake up it's like a siren call uh everyone's getting up like the party goers even the dj uh we see akon with a woman who's wearing a native american headpiece and I have a good feeling that she's canceled. what? I said cancel. Oh, cancel. <laughs> I have a good feeling that she's not uh, Native American. Probably not. Um, the line, uh, I wish I could shut my Playboy mouth. Gaga sticks her pointer finger as if she's hushing someone. But then she licks her finger. And I wrote, she's so bad. <laughs> um, Lady Gaga... Um, uh, has a top on that are basically two bi- disco balls. Fun. Uh, <laughs> the two girls that came in with her are her dancers and they start doing choreo with Gaga. We see Kobe Adonis. <laughs> Odinus. <laughs> uh, we also see Akon again. Um, I wrote bicep curl dancing because um, she does that that dance where she looks like she's like doing bicep curls. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I'm like, and it makes me want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's different uh, scenes of Gaga dancing. She has a black and white poncho on. She's playing with a disco ball. She's in a small kiddie pool playing around with some hot guys. Um, she's uh, with a inflated killer whale or orca. Mm-hmm. And she's riding that whale. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, she is. <laughs> and she's pouring champagne out on the carpet. She's like just doing it all. 
Um, but what I love most about this music video is that the furniture in this house party uh, had plastic on it. Yeah. And I remember uh, once uh, in high school, me and my bestie, we went to a friend, another friend's house, and her parents had plastic on the furniture. And it was a warm summer day. And we were sitting on this plastic and the heat was just rising. <laughs> yeah. From our seats. And I was like, this was torture. Um, anyways. I guess people don't do that anymore. Was your friend black? No, uh, she was Puerto Rican. Mm, yeah, I think that's that's big in in the black and Puerto Rican households to like put plastic on your uh, on your living room furniture. Do they still do that? I I don't know. I'm sure some 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 grandmas and aunties do. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. Um, but anyways, overall, yeah, like you said, this is a this is a after party song right like these people partied and guess what round two back in the game yes <laughs> exactly yes just gonna do a little little throw up real quick and come back in the game <laughs> they're doing a little do 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 and they're gonna just dance i you know i i love songs that just talk about dancing it's important <laughs> and i love a, a literal i love a literal song too yes. you know gaga had a, a theme here and one could say that the next single falls in line beautiful dirty rich totally. uh this was a promotional single it was written by lady gaga and rob fusari melina matsukis directed this one as well Gaga said it was about a few different things. You can self-proclaim this inner fame based on your personal style and your opinions about art in the world, despite being conscious of it. But it's also about how on the Lower East Side, there was a lot of rich kids who did drugs and said that they were poor artists. So it, it's also a knock at that, particularly with the line, Daddy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, we just like to party. She said she used to hear her friends on the phone with their parents asking for money before they would go buy drugs. So that was the inspiration for that. Um, but she also said, which I think is, you know, perfect. That sounds like very 20. She was just kind of like, she was just trying to figure things out. She was doing a lot of drugs and she wrote this song. So that's that's how we got, you know, beautiful, dirty, rich. Um, in terms of the video, there were two versions of the video. And one was, the original video was set in, a mansion um and then the other version was still set in that mansion but it was intercut with clips from the abc series dirty sexy money which was a promotion for that show do you remember that show at all i remember of it i don't think i ever watched it yeah i'm sure i watched like one episode but i know it had the dude from six feet under oh yeah whose name i can't remember but the character i think he was he played nate yes and um so I'm sure I tuned in just to see what, you know, he was going to give, but I didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really move me. Um, but yeah. But the video, like the one that was not a promo, um, that gave me a lot of, it, it felt like Just Dance part two. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the video had like, like with Just Dance, there's a spotlight on people. Mm -hmm. So, like, it still kind of had that same, um, same vibe. But uh, 
the video starts with a close-up of Lady Gaga's uh, red lip with money in front of her, in front of her. Mm-hmm. and she's burning a bill. And there's another scene where she just throws a bunch of bills on the floor in, in the mansion. Wasteful. Wasteful. <laughs> well, like, decadent, right? <laughs> um, and so Gaga makes her way down the hallway with several people uh, behind her. Um, they're holding umbrella. They're, there's this one guy who dances in front of her and tosses more money up in the air. And then he throws himself on the floor. <laughs> and <laughs> Lady Gaga and crew just walk over him. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> what else What else were they supposed to do? <laughs> um, and so there's another scene where she's, sing, she's singing um, in front of a table or behind a table with piles and piles of money. And the look gives very, like, Last Supper, right? Because her crew is just hanging right next to her. Yes. Um, she's wearing a red outfit with shoulder pads. Gaga and company are then featured in a lot of... Uh, you know, repeating shots around the mansion. Um, we see Lady Gaga lying on the table covered with money. She's wearing a bodysuit that has a hood. So think Kylie Minogue. Remember how, like, she had that homage to Grace Jones? Yeah. Um, and so she has that bodysuit and it has a gold belt on it just to give her a waist, honey. <laughs> um, a lot of eye co- <laughs> A lot of eye coverage. She's like, she's always like putting um, things in front of her eye. Um, yeah, notice that. Like, she, like, she either always has glasses on, sunglasses on, or she's like putting something, her hand or some, an object in front of her eyes. Mm. We see her in a white bodysuit with a black hat and striped gloves that match the wallpaper. There's a lot of model posing. Um, and it's this, you know, it's that one pose that we all do where you put your hands on your waist and then, or on your hips. Uh, no, it's your waist. Um, and you kind of like squeeze your, your waist to make it smaller. And then you, you push forward your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tyra Banks told us to do. Yeah, it's to give you a, the illusion of a smaller, a snatched waist, as the kids, a snatch, yeah. as the kids say. Um, <laughs> Um, and I love that. And to this very day, when someone tells me to strike a pose, that's what I do. That's your pose that you go to? I yes. love it. Um, <laughs> we see her crawling around a grand piano. She's striking keys with her legs. She's wearing a yellow outfit in this in that scene. Um, but just overall dancing around the mansion, she's making out with, the, with statues. Um, a lot of close-ups of her burning money and stuffing uh, the money in her mouth. Um, But I think I should mention that um, in the US, burning banknotes is prohibited under 18 USC 333, uh, mutilation of national bank obligations, which includes any other thing that renders a note unfit to be reissued. So Mm. that's illegal. Yeah. (laughs) Gaga, pushing that boundary. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, an over the top music video, um, you know, showing that, you know, you could be beautiful, you could be dirty, and you could be rich. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the combination, oftentimes. It's funny, you were mentioning, like, uh, you know, the inspiration of the song. Um, I feel like I grew up with, well, not grew up, but I hung out with people in the Lower East Side that um, 
yeah, they were asking mommy and daddy for, um, you know, to pay the credit cards. And then, yeah, but they were, they would always say, oh my God, I'm so poor. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) Totally. They don't understand. They don't know. It's like, I'm poor. (laughs) Right. I'm paying mom and dad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a whole different, yeah. Privilege is very interesting. And the, the lack of awareness is, is mind boggling at times. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, I guess you get a lot of money if you pay poker, right? Yeah. That's a way to, to earn some, um, some cash. There's professional poker players out here. And, uh, funnily enough, that was Lady Gaga's, uh, next single poker face. Oh, that song worldwide success, top the charts in 20 countries. U.S., U.K., Australia, Canada, all over Europe. She said that while she was being intimate with her boyfriend, she would often fantasize about women. So this, uh, so poker facing with your sexuality, if you will. So this song is about uh, about bisexuality. Oh. And she is out as a, as a bisexual person. Uh, she mentioned that the main idea behind this song was basically sex and gambling. She wanted to be sexy and futuristic, um, but she also wanted it to be theatrical. And this song was nominated for Song of the Year and Record of the Year at the 52nd Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. And it actually won the Grammy Award for Best Dance Recording. Um, the video received four nominations at the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards, including Video of the Year, Best Female Video, and Best Pop Video, and it won for Best New Artist. And I think it's interesting that the line, uh, bluffing with my muffin, is about, God said, obviously, it's my pussy's poker face. <laughs> Yes. I took that line. <laughs> yes. Yes, Gaga. <laughs> I took that line from another song I wrote but never released called Blueberry Kisses. It was about a girl singing to her boyfriend about how she wants him to go down on her. And I used the lyric, Blueberry Kisses, the Muffin Man misses them kisses. I, for one, would really like to hear Blueberry Kisses. Yeah. Find yeah, it. Me too. Find it for us. That. Yeah. Maybe she <laughs> will release it one day. Also amazing video. The video begins with Gaga emerging from the pool wearing a mirror mask um, and a black sleeveless latex bodysuit with a jagged shoulder pad. And there's two Great Danes beside her uh, when she's getting out of the pool. They're waiting for her outside the pool. And she's dripping wet. She throws the mask aside and the song begins with a close-up of Gaga singing it. Gaga's wearing a metallic sticker or something, uh, metallic something on her left cheek in this shot. And, and she has a giant ring on her finger, if you notice. Um, I wrote severe bangs, because guess what? She has severe bangs. They are very severe. <laughs> um, Gaga's walking around the mansion and the poolside. Uh, at one point, she's laying on a white pool lounger in a black latex outfit. And I'm like, oh my God, imagine like laying out in the sun in like 
black latex. She was very hot. <laughs> she was very hot in more ways than one. Am I right? I see what you're doing there. Um, no, I will not reward that. Um, anyway, so, uh, there's a lot of white mannequins all around the property. I noticed. I'm like, was this a like a department store? Like, <laughs> anyways. Um, and so the we move to the evening, and Gaga is dancing poolside with her dancers in a turquoise leotard, and the pool is steaming. Uh, Gaga walks in on an innocent poker game. Um, at one point, she bites on the Ace of Hearts because why not? And um, we see her putting on uh, Beats headphones on a man. So product placement. Yes. Next, we see her sitting on a couch singing and uh, everyone around her are dancing with her. Um, she's wearing another black outfit with an amazing shoulder. Um, so check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go back to Gaga playing poker and she's winning the game. But turns out it's not a regular poker game. What kind of poker game is it? It's strip poker. <gasps> it's strip poker. The listeners don't know what strip poker is. It's when, um, you know, I don't know the rules. I think you just take your clothes off, even if you win, because she was winning, but she was taking her clothes off too. So it sounds like it's a win-win situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, then we see Gaga by the pool with LED glasses um, that are lit, and they and they read pop and then later culture. So she's aware. She loves her pop culture. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where she's on a white platform with those weird mannequins hanging out. Um, and she's with a model, a male model, in his tidy whiteies. Uh, Gaga has a bow on her on her head that's made out of hair, and so that was kind of like a look where, like, I know the girls were always they had their um, bow made out of hair. Mm -hmm. uh, but going back to the white platform and the model, so the model he's very awkward. You can see him looking at the director, yes. like waiting for him to prompt <laughs> him to lie down, and so you can you can see the um, the wheels turning in his head. It's like. I have to lie. I have to lie down now. Uh, and then uh, the model and Lady Gaga go to kiss, but she looks away. Then we go back to the couch with the party goers that are dancing, but it, they're dancing, but it's becoming sexual. So, um, and I do love the point of the music video where Gaga is just singing to one of the great Danes, mm -hmm. yeah. and then they cut. They cut to the model. So it's kind of like, is the model a dog, you know? Anyways, yeah. And um, yeah, that's kind of the music video. It's just high energy um, pool parties. Um, it's a poker game, uh, a lot of product placement. Like they cover uh, Beats headphones, as I mentioned, and also uh, B-Win, which is an online betting um brand and so like if you look at the poker table it has that uh b win interactive like uh logo yeah yeah i didn't realize poker poker is a thing like oh it's a it's a big thing totally <laughs> yeah yeah and now we're seeing so many ads for like online poker betting and which 
quite frankly, I think is a little dangerous, but who am I? Um, yeah. If you have a problem with addiction, you should definitely, um, you know, consult someone. 100%. For support. Definitely. This song was another, as I mentioned before, loosely, Lady Gaga and Red One wrote this, and she actually shouts out Red One in this in this song. And I, I thought she said Red Wine. <laughs> no, she said Red Wine. <laughs> and now you will only hear Red One, Red One, when you hear it now, and you'd be like, "Of course, it's Red One." Listen, when you read one, you read them all. Boom. Am I right? <laughs> Um, I also, I read that this contained an uncredited sample of Timbaland's The Way I Are featuring Kerry Hilson. Do you remember that song? Yes, I used to love that song. Yeah. So I don't know if, how accurate that is, but it's sure it's possible. I also wonder how it could be uncredited and I'm sure they handled that stuff in the back end because really? Yeah. And then it's also the mama 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 hook is um supposedly sampled from Boney M's nineteen seventy-seven hit Ma Baker. Huh. Huh. And Ray K was the director of this video. He has gone on to direct videos for Beyonce, Willow Smith, my baby boo, my hall pass, Jesse J. Oh. And do you know who choreographed? This video? No. Yes. Do not do not yes. play with my emotions. Our beloved Boom Boom Cack. Lorianne Gibson? Lorianne Gibson. Yes, she did. Amazing. Love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is, and I feel like I remember her talk of this years ago, but the lyric po 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 poker face she's not saying poker face that last time she's actually saying fuck her face if you listen to it it'll sound very clear that that is exactly what she's saying well i mean there was that uh kid cuddy song where they sample poker face and they mean it in that in that sense like poke her face right but right, but but the the actual song is actually saying po 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 poker, and then they're just like fuck her face. Lady Gaga had mentioned how like only one one radio station maybe in Australia actually censored it out, but nobody else did because I'm sure they like like all of us just assumed that she was just saying po 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 poker face. But when you listen to it, it's clear as day that she is saying fuck her face. Oh my god. Um... Like I said, she's she's snuck it in. It's like snuck it in. I love it. I love it the in. subversiveness of it all. I love mm. it. Yeah, but it's also it's just like yes, it's like let's do it and and put it out there and um and I don't think that people caught on to that for for like a while, like not that long ago. I think people were like, wait a second, and I love that. Listen, I just found out today thanks to this podcast. <laughs> So yeah, I I love it. Yeah, P- pushing pushing the envelope. That one pushing the envelope. This podcast is so valuable to me because I am learning so much. I'm glad. Nah, nah, nothing else I can say. Wow, interesting. That was Lady Gaga's next single, 
Oh, I thought you were surprised I had nothing to say. <laughs> I was like, why are you so surprised? No, that's our next single. Amazing. How do you do that? <laughs> it's a gift. And a curse? No, never a curse. Never a curse. Uh, that song was released in January of 2009. And that was written by Lady Gaga and Martin Kieserbaum, a.k.a. Cherry Cherry Boom Boom. It was directed by Joseph Kahn. He's directed a video on here before, I think. He has. Um, I mean, I remember him doing um, Britney's Stronger and Janet Jackson's uh, Nutty, Nutty, Nutty. Right. Um. <laughs> oh, I remember he did Aaliyah's uh, If Your Girl Only Knew. He directed that video. That's where we remember him from. Um, yeah, yeah. This was released as a third single in Australia, New Zealand, and selected European countries, and the fourth single in France. It charted well in Australia, New Zealand, Sweden, France, Hungary, US, all other places. It was shot during a weekend, and she wanted to show a different side of herself. She wanted to show the girls a little bit more. She wanted to give more domestic. She wanted to give more feminine. And the two Harlequin Great Danes who are in the Poker Face video are also in this video. Yeah. Um, I barely remember this music video. It wasn't really on my radar uh, when it came out. But uh, we start the video with Lady Gaga all in white, posing, very posing. <laughs> on a white Vespa. Um, we see um, the word Italia, and we see the Italian flag. We see images of Mary. Um, we see Gaga with her usual severe bang and the bow made out of hair. She's with two friends walking through Little Italy. Um, she's dressed casually for Lady Gaga, where she's in a light, light blue bodysuit. Uh, and guess what? She has Beats headphones around her neck. Huh. I wonder why. Uh, two guys are staring at her, um, ogling her, of course. Um, there's shots of her singing with her friends at a restaurant with Italian flags and a portrait that reads Fidenza. And they're having Chianti. Um, so <laughs> I think it was um, a 1997 Chianti. It was a good year. <laughs> We, we see her walking through the hood, um, well, her hood, and we see a couple. We see a couple arguing and making a scene. We see a guy flexing, you know, just a regular day in Little Italy. Mm -hmm. Next, we see we see her sleeping in a bed, and she wakes up to reveal uh, pink high heel shoes because we all go to bed with our shoes on always. So it's relatable. Always. <laughs> um, She's singing and she's cooking for a man in a house while she's dancing. She's ironing his clothes. Um, the guy goes on the phone and starts screaming at someone. So we're seeing a peek at um, domestic life with Lady Gaga, where it's like, yeah, she's being domestic, but she still looks hot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she she's cooking for him and makes him a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Um, but the meatballs look like two breasts in the middle of a plate. It's, che it's cheeky. <laughs> um, 
we later see uh, the love interest uh, trying to get lucky while Gaga's uh, falling asleep and she's not having it. Um, in the last scene, we see her in a yellow dress made of flowers and she's wearing a yellow watch. Um, and she has a weird hairstyle that looks like a, a giant comb over. Mm-hmm. It's like she just has one patch of hair in the back of her head and she just like wrapped it around her head. Um, and then the... You know, and then she's getting catcalled by the neighborhood guys. And she's like, stop it. <laughs> um, and that's how the music ends. And the music video ends. Memories of this video? I don't remember when this video came out. Um, I don't even remember the song. But on my, my re-listen and re-watch, I think it's a fun song. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like catchy and it's like happy. It's like, it's a, a little bit of a departure of previous songs. And yeah, just, you know, we see her in, in a different light and she's, you know, she's got her, her yellow um, flower dress. Just kind of like, I can just imagine her. She's just kind of like, yeah, I want to do this video set in Little Italy and I just want to walk around. I want to like be with Gino and he's, you know, I just want to cook for him and I just want to walk through the streets. It's just kind of like a different video for her, but still a way to kind of, you know, exercise her creativity. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. I feel like I should mention that I, when she's in the white outfit while she's uh, making dinner and, you know, being all domesticated, um, she is a shade of orange that I have not seen in a very long time. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the makeup artist was doing OT that day, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was she was she was playing no games. She should have been playing love games. Yes, she sure enough should have been, um, because that was the next single that uh, Lady Gaga released. So uh, that came out a couple months later in March of two thousand nine. That was also directed by Joseph Kahn, Laurie Ann Gibson again choreographing. Choreographing, Lorian Gibson again, choreographing this. So this is a commercial success all over, all over the world, all over the country. Um, it actually was banned from broadcast at some PG-rated time slots in Australia, and it was banned in MTV Arabia. I don't even recall there being an MTV Arabia. Do you? I do. I don't. Oh wow. It's mostly feeds. It was just mostly feeds, not no original programming. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, in the U.S., MTV and VH1 played an edited version that removed the scenes that showed Lady Gaga naked and blurred the label on the bottle of alcohol held by a dancer, but they didn't change the lyrics. And one of the lyrics that was a little controversial, obviously, was like. I want to take a ride on your disco stick because I think we know what she was meaning by disco stick. I'm confused. Can you clarify? <laughs> so um, let, let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I want to take a ride on your disco stick. Mm-hmm. Is that like a pogo stick? It's exactly. It's it's a um a a pock pock pocky stick. Is that the candy pocky stick? Is that what that's called? <laughs> sure. <laughs> So yeah, this was uh, shot during the same weekend that Poker Face was shot. It was shot inside a warehouse in LA and 
it was set on a subway platform, definitely inspired by Michael Jackson's Bad. And the underlying message was that, quote, that it's okay to have a good time and make art. We don't have to be slitting our wrists and jacking off to our own over-intellectual ideas. It's okay to make amazing music that makes people feel good. Sounds very gaga at 2022. It makes sense. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, fascinating. I There are images of Times Square for this music video because that's where we start. Because we start with three men walking through Times Square. I remember thinking, oh God, that reminded me when we worked <laughs> in Times Square and it brought, it was st stressful, like just commuting because there's so yeah. many people. Um, <laughs> and then we get a scene where there's two men who have the words love and fame shaved into their heads. And then a manhole cover is opened <laughs> on which it reads... <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Why did you say manhole like that? <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. I'm sorry. Let's try it again. Um, so there's a manhole cover and it's uh, open and it reads House of Gaga. And then we go into that scene where uh, you mentioned Gaga is shown naked with blue and purple paint and glitter on her. And mm -hmm. she is, um, she's doing some things with two men. Very fresh. Yes. <laughs> then uh, the scene shifts to the subway where uh, Gaga starts singing in a gray, white leotard with a hood. She loves her hoods. And she's waving around her disco stick that glows, mm -hmm. as most disco sticks do. Um, <laughs> and she's wearing a chainmail uh, sunglasses. Um, and so while she's singing, she's singing in front of like a group of guys and it feels like a rumble is about to ensue. Um, it, it's giving like the warrior vibes. Yes. Um, Warriors right? come out and play. play. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that movie, you should. Classic. Um, yeah. And if you love New York, you should watch that. Um, so... So yeah, so it seems like something's about to go down. But I wrote, don't be too worried because these uh, supposed thugs are drinking Campari. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you see a no, thug drinking Campari, I don't think you need to worry. You're going to be no, just you'll be fine. fine. <laughs> um, so Gaga and her dancers start dancing down a staircase in leather jackets. Uh, well, she's wearing uh, like a pastel, like a like a light lavender um, a jacket and bodysuit. It's very Broadway. It's giving Broadway vibes. And um, yeah, the Great Danes are there. They're on the top of the staircase. I love those those Great Danes. Those Danes are great. So cute. Um, so cute. So Gaga and crew jump over the turnstile and go into the subway train. Um, I should mention, according to philipmurphylawyer.com. Um, while jumping a turnstile is still technically a criminal offense, the penalties are relatively light. It falls into the same general category as a parking ticket, and you'll be fined $100 if caught. However, you can appeal the decision and avoid paying the fine. 
This is not legal advice. <laughs> we are no lawyers, so um, take your. Uh, <laughs> this is not legal advice, and <laughs> you should uh, talk to your lawyer about it. But um, anyways, so on the train, they start doing uh, choreographed dance routines, and Gaga's wearing a black jacket. It's giving uh, Showtime, and for New Yorkers, do you know what she, you know what Showtime is, right? Yeah, it's Showtime. <laughs> Can you explain to the listeners what Showtime is for New Yorkers? Showtime is impromptu dance performances, mostly on the subway, sometimes on the platform, sometimes in Times Square, but mostly on the subways. Showtime music, a beatbox comes out of something to play music. And um, mostly dudes will do a little dance. Um, in between the subway stops, um, do some flips, do some flipping. I'm always kind of like, they'll be on the floor and I'm like, gross, (laughs) spinning around. And then of course, you know, you, they're performing. So they, you know, you, you, you can choose to contribute to their, to their cause. If you, if you like, you know, whenever Showtime comes on, I always feel like it's like they're playing dancing, dancing in the moonlight. (laughs) Anyways, so <laughs> good times. New York, New. Listen, it's part of New York. It's like it's just like Showtime and Nutcrackers. Very New mm. York. Very two things. Very native to New York. You're a native New Yorker. Um, so uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, we're no longer in the trains, and we see Gaga dancing on top of cars. Uh, and the dancing is broken up by police officers. But she grabs one of the police officers and throws him into a booth and starts making out with him. And then it's a her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's making out with both a male and female officer. Yes. Shocking. Um, <laughs> <gasps> then we have the final scene where she's we- wearing... Um, I like to call it a leather daddy hat. Because that's what it is. Yeah. Suspenders and trousers. And she's doing choreo at the, quote, 42nd Street station, unquote. Because I was like, that's not 42nd Street. <laughs> I'm like, where's that? Yeah. That's a set in LA is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. We love it. And even like when um, when they're doing choreo in the train, I remember looking at the train seats and I'm like, that feels like L.A. Because it was. Yeah. Wow. They're not fooling anybody. They tried to fool us at the beginning because they, they clearly captured some B-roll at the very beginning, mm-hmm. some grainy lo-fi B-roll, and then, you know, pretended as if they were going into the, the subway. But alas, they were not. Don't try to fool us, New Yorkers. You can't fool us. I used to love this song. I love the break of the song. I loved it so much. I thought the song was so, so good. Just and kind of like, I didn't like expect to love it, but I just was like, yeah. Don't, 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 don't. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely count on uh, Gaga for for fun. No, it was fun. Totally fun. I was thinking, so they, in, you know, back in regards to them, um, wanting to censor this track, but they couldn't really, they couldn't really think of anything for 
I want to take a ride on your disco stick. But I was thinking that they could have replaced it and they could have said, I thought that maybe they could have made it more kid friendly and said, I want to take a ride in your Jeep real quick. Or they could have said, <laughs> I want to drive your car, but I don't drive stick. I 100% drive stick to be, to be clear. Cause you're a lesbian. I'm just saying like that could have been a way like, you know, they didn't take that line out, um, but they could have replaced it. I, I, there, here, I fixed it for them. I fixed it for them. So there was no Kid Bop's version of this? You know what? I wonder. I'm sure there. Wait, okay. Sorry. Too many thoughts in my head at one time. I don't know if there was a Kid Bop version, but I have to say, when I hear the Kid Bop version of the, the Outcast, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I laugh. Oh my God, me and your daughter. <laughs> if listeners, if you haven't listened to that, just please Google Kid Bop, uh, Miss Jackson. Oh, and even the visual, the visual, because it's <laughs> you. De- yes, you need the visual. You need the visual because that makes it even better or worse depending how you look at it. He's a young white boy, <laughs> and he thinks he's doing the damn thing. He's really feeling it. He's going to look back at this 10 years of 10 yep. years from now or maybe yeah. next year and be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My parents did not love me. I know. Yeah. Or listen, he's... He's probably going to be really famous and have tons of paparazzi following him. He just might. He just might. We're going we're gonna to follow him. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to take... Yeah. Totally. Totally. And that's amazing because that's the final single from uh, Fame. So Paparazzi came out uh, in May of 2009, final single. It was about struggling to balance success and love. It's also about death, fashion, fame whoring. It was definitely inspired by Princess Diana. It reached the top 10 positions in music charts of Australia, Canada, UK, US, just success. The video actually won two MTV Video Music Awards for Best Art Direction and Best Special Effects. She also actually performed this at that video award. I was there for that. Were you? Yes, and it was spectacular. Like, there was, you felt the magic in the air. Uh, yeah, when she jumps on the on the piano and starts, like, going at it, you're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And... And it ends with her being raised, like hung, but like yeah. from her arm, mm-hmm. and like she has she has blood all over her. It's mm-hmm. it's that pause where everyone is shocked, and you're like, yeah. this could go two ways. Everyone could just be like upset, or like yeah. in love, and everyone of course started applauding, and just because it was amazing. But I love that second of silence where everyone was just in shock because this was just not your regular pop routine. Yeah. And that's what, you know, she was so good at keeping you guessing and keeping you like, what is she like? Literally, what is she going to do next? Such a talent, such a talent. Um, This video was filmed over two days in Malibu at Chateau d'Or in Bel Air. Los Angeles, and it featured, oh my gosh, 
why am I blancing, blancing, blanking on his name? And why didn't I write it down? I want to say Alex Skarsgård, but is, is that it? Is it Alexander Skarsgård? That's him. Those Swedes. Those Swedes. But yeah, features Alexander Skarsgård, who I remember most affectionately from True Blood before I stopped watching it. Yes. And uh, he most recently was on Succession. Did you watch the season finale or series finale? I didn't realize it was a series finale. I didn't. You know what? I was sort of watching. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with that show. Like, it's kind of slow to me. Like, I get it. It's well-acted and well-written. Kind of slow to me. And I did watch some of the episodes and then I just got to the point where I was just like, I just don't care anymore. But then I kept seeing things on TikTok and I was like, okay, fine. I'll watch the, the end. And then I started seeing, they released the, the, the scripts. So they were kind of mashing it up to the actual show. So we can kind of see what was scripted and what was uh, improv, which I li- I love that type of stuff. So I am going to watch it eventually, but I'm not going to be in a super rush to. Got it. Okay, so no spoilers, no comments on Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> you totally can spoil it. I don't mind. Guess who dies? Everyone. <laughs> um, so, some characters in this music video um, people thought were dead. Um, so I'm going to just read the uh, wiki synopsis of it and then add some color at the end because um, it's pretty accurate. And I'll just go over the stuff that you don't need to know. <laughs> so the music, the music video is seven minutes long. So yeah, get your popcorn. <laughs> um, as you mentioned, Swedish actor Alexander Skarsgård plays Gaga's boyfriend. The video features a murderous plotline involving a doomed starlet who is constantly followed by photographers. The video opens with a shot of a seaside mansion where Gaga and her boyfriend are shown lying in a bed talking in Swedish. Poos, poos. Um, They move to the balcony and start making out. However, when a hidden photographer starts taking pictures of them, Gaga realizes that her boyfriend has set the paparazzi to photograph her and tries to stop him. Her struggles nevertheless remain futile, even when she punches him. And in a final frantic attempt at defense, she smashes a nearby bottle of liquor into his face. The enraged boyfriend throws her over the balcony. Gaga lies on the ground in her own blood as the photographers continue to take pictures of her bloody body and tabloid headlines proclaim that her career is over. Mm. (laughs) Um, According to uh, Rolling Stone, the scene plays homage to Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock's film Vertigo. Later, Gaga is shown getting out of a limousine, being carried by male dancers to a wheelchair. It is during the scene that the song starts. As the dancers gyrate around her, she starts walking down the carpet with help of a pair of crutches while wearing a metallic bustier and a matching helmet. The metallic outfit is a reference to the film Metropolis, uh, which was in 1927. These scenes are interspersed with scenes of dead models lying around the mansion. Uh, Next, Gaga is shown in a golden couch where she's making out with a trio of hair metal rockers. During the line, Loving You is Cherry Pie. And the trio is uh, the Landenberg uh, triplets. Uh, They were from Daisy of Love, which was a um, spinoff of Rock of Love on VH1. 
Mm-hmm. Um, according to MTV, the scene is a reference to the song Cherry Pie by American glam band Warrant. Uh, the video continues through the intermediate bridge with Gaga wearing a dress made up of film strips and a towering feathered mohawk headdress. In the next scene, Gaga and her eye patch wearing boyfriend are reading magazines on a sofa in a tea room. Gaga wears a yellow jumpsuit with circular glasses and shoulder pads. Uh, the Guardian compared this look with that of Minnie Mouse. She finally takes her revenge on her boyfriend by discreetly poisoning his drink with white powder concealed in a ring. As he falls dead, Gaga calls 911 and declares that she killed her boyfriend. Uh, the police arrive at the mansion and arrest Gaga, who's wearing a tall ice cream cone corkscrew wig, uh, walks to the police car as the paparazzi surround her once again. Images flash by with newspapers proclaiming her innocence and that Gaga is back in the spotlight and has regained her fame. The video ends with Gaga posing for mugshots like a fashion model while wearing a tulip-shaped metallic dress similar to the single cover. I wrote, Poos Poos. Which, which in Swedish means kiss kiss. So I should mention, like when she's falling in that spinning swirl, when Alex Alexander Skarsgård uh, pushed her off the um, the balcony, I love that she has to show us that she's wearing Dior rings. <laughs> like she's like falling, she's like scared, but she's like, look, it's Dior. Um, and when it, when they mentioned that. They move to the balcony. Mm-hmm. Alexander Skarsgård actually is picking her up, and it looks effortless because mm-hmm. he's like a, a giant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love when she gets out of the a limo post hospital, and she's wearing a stone neck neck brace. <laughs> it's like stoned with um, it's bejeweled or bedazzled. <laughs> yeah, and her hair um, is pinned up in like a circular shape it kind of looks like a beret and so it's kind of fabulous and um i wanted to point out the mansion staff they're fabulous Mm because they're like you know like the boss lady got home let's take care of her let's start dancing and like voguing and posing being extra fabulous Mm -hmm. like around their boss uh and this is while she's walking down um with it's definitely a Mugler gold outfit, right? Like, because it was, it's, yeah, Mugler is kind of known for that, like, cyborg suit that we saw at, uh, with George Michael's Too Funky. Like, that, it's, that's quintessential Mugler. But I don't feel like anyone references that. And yeah, and there's a bunch of dead people around, right, that they mentioned. And I might, I asked myself, is, did Alexander kill these people? <laughs> And they also do not mention the white outfit that she has with the ruffles. Like half of her body has ruffles. It's like she has a giant ruffle on her shoulder. And it's kind of uh, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, that's my take. But, um, any thoughts of the music video? I mean, it's it's gorgeous, right? It's like it's great storytelling. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. And, um, you know, it's it's her just being, you know, it's still very sexy, sexual fashion. It's also a narrative, though. Um, and this is the, the longest of her videos. Mm-hmm. Um, thus far, the other ones were kind of in the three-minute range, and this one is like, you know, seven-plus minutes. This the, For the final release, she's just kind of like, I'm just going 
all out. Going ham. Going going ham. Yes. And like, this is what I want to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, partnering with Jonas Ockerland, he directed this video. Oh, yeah. And, um, we know we he did Madonna's Ray of Light, who we, who we covered. Again, Lorian Gibson on the choreography, who was also her creative director at this point in time as well. You know, the, the whole idea of paparazzi is kind of like, it's fame. And, and that's what... That's what I want. That's what she wants. But it's also dangerous. It's also annoying. It's also comes in, you know, kind of essentially came in between her and, and her lover. So like the good and the bad side of, um, of fame, which is really kind of what this, this album is um, all about. Um, and also it kind of, you know, we know when we talked about Madonna with nothing really, no, not nothing really matters. What was the song, the Madonna song? Drowned World, Substitute for Love. Uh, yes. Um, she, you know, that was her video, which was also inspired by Princess Diana. And this, it's similarly, it's just like, the paparazzi are a problem, Yeah, <laughs> basically. They're, they're a problem. That's the thing, right? Like, they're, they're not like, you know, Lady Gaga got injured or like, you know, her health, they're like, her career is at an all-time low. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like that's insane. Yeah. Oh, and just going going back to the narrative, right? Where the paparazzi, when she comes back in the yellow outfit, and she has sunglasses on, the rags say, um, "There's a new girl around." <laughs> There's a new girl around. So my question is. Does Alexander know that's Lady Gaga, or is she in disguise? Hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and to get like to to do her revenge. Yeah, it's all very very interesting. Did he know, or did he not know? <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's also kind of like the relationship of an artist or the correlation between like an artist and fame and the paparazzi. It's like when you are early in your career, you want the paparazzi to want to interact with you. But then it just gets to a point when you get to a certain level, it's just kind of like, okay, you can back off now. So it's like, it's boundaries and the lack thereof. But I think this whole, you know, her writing this whole album kind of about her relationship to fame, I think is interesting. No, but I mean, overall, this is a fun album. Like, um, yeah, it's talking about fame, but um, it makes us want to dance, right? And that's what, uh, at the end of the day, that's that's great pop music. If it makes you get up and dance, then sign me up. Yeah, and she, she was great at that. She was on my radar as like a pop star. I didn't view her as like a true artist, no disrespect, at the at the time, because I was just kind of like fun, pop music, great. I love it. Sign me up. Um, but then as we got deeper into her, it's kind of like, okay, Gaga, I see you. <laughs> and you know, she a true icon in the community, you know, totally embracing freaks and geeks. 
and videos <laughs> just, you know, and we know how she, she feels about her, her fans, her, her little monsters, her little monsters, very philanthropic, <laughs> um, contributes to various causes. She even attributes much of her early success as a mainstream artist to her gay fans. And that is why she is a gay icon. Yes. Back in 2010, she was accompanied by gay and lesbian former members of the U.S. Armed Forces who were unable to serve openly under the military's Don't Ask, Don't Tell. She's done a bunch of stuff with the Human Rights Campaign. We know that she's got her uh, Born This Way Foundation, which is, you know, all about kindness and anti-bullying and mental health and just, you know, being there for the LGBTQ community as a whole. Yep. So definitely one of the icons, definitely super talented, super creative. And what's she going to do next? We don't know, but we're here for it. We can't wait. You know, yep. A star is born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great yeah so i guess that brings us to a point of the episode that we like to call uh so what are you listening to oh what's that about <laughs> well i'll tell you uh we each have 30 seconds to a month to go <laughs> over what we're listening to this week um it doesn't have to do with this week's artist or album it doesn't have to be a good song doesn't have to be a bad song. Um, doesn't have to have a music video, but it can. Um, so, Crystal, I will go ahead and ask you what you're listening to. What am I listening to? What am I listening to? What am I listening to? Yes. Hit that note. Yeah. Hit that note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Lost it. Lost it. It went back in my throat. Um, so, I am listening to two things this week the so we spoke about how she got her name her name was inspired by mm -hmm. queen's radio gaga so i'm first listening to queen's somebody to love oh. freddie mercury icon great song very it, it speaks to the uh to the community i feel because i mean i mean it speaks to anybody like we're all no matter how hard you are in your heart, you're, you're looking for somebody to love. At some point in your life, that's what you are looking for. But it's, especially in the LGBTQIA plus community, it means something a little extra special because we just want to love and be loved and see and be seen. So um, Freddie Mercury, Gone Too Soon, Queen, that's a track. And the other track I'm listening to mm. is the cherry tree sessions poker face yes track yes because and when i first heard that i said oh lady gaga is the truth like she's just not this little pop mm -hmm. artist like she can she's actually like you know a true artist and that entire session actually with um it was poker face and just dance and AA nothing else to say, which was fun. It had like a, it was like a beatbox version. It was really fun. So I would recommend listening to that whole like EP, watch the videos. It's, it's super quick. Um, 
But I personally loved uh, Poker Face because she made it fun. She was playing the piano. She is about showmanship. She's about theatrics. She is about um, creativity and just kind of being whatever. My, one of my favorite parts of that version is when she snaps her fingers. She's like, poker face. And then she just snap, 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 snap. I love it. I live for it. I don't know why. Um, and um, she just, just, just like a, such a soulful rendition. And then I feel like she may have had her like foot up on the piano at one point. She just was really getting into it and I loved it. And that is what I am listening to. So now my question for you is what are you listening to okay well first I, before i say what i'm listening to um thank you for bringing that those sessions up because yes like i said before like she tricked us she tricked us right yes. like um and that stripped down version of poker face it made you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh there's something behind exactly. this this yes. is a great song you know yeah. So yes, thanks for bringing that up. And thank you for bringing up uh, Queen as well. Um, I should mention, did you ever see the George Michael, when George Michael did uh, th did that song? Um, Somebody to Love. Somebody to Love. Um, live. It, Maybe? There's a rehearsal, right? Where he's, mm -hmm. he's you know, doing the rehearsal and Oh, I forgot who it was. I feel like it was um, David Bowie and another artist. They were all shocked to hear George Michael's rendition of it, and I thought, mm. and I thought it was amazing, right? Because it's like another gay artist, another queer artist, you know, paying respect yeah. to Queen, another, you know, Freddie Mercury, yeah, and doing it just mm -hmm. justice. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'll include that in the playlist. I know that's available because because I've seen it on YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so what I'm listening to this week is has nothing to do with Lady Gaga. Actually, it kind of it kind of does because um, in mm -hmm. Paparazzi, Lady Gaga poisons um, Alex Skarsgård. What I'm listening to is um, a song called "Murder on the Dance Floor" by Sophie Ellis Baxter. Nice. Better on a dance Yes. It is so great. And the music video is a um it takes place at a dance competition and uh Sophie Ellis Baxter is trying to win and so she's throwing butter on the floor, making the other contestants slip. <laughs> she's tripping them. She slightly slightly poisons um her rivals by spiking the punch during um a break. So it kind of reminded me of Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, but um, Murder on the Dance Floor, it's such a great bop. Um, great video, too. So, um, yeah, check it out. That's definitely a good one for, for Pride. Yeah. We're all about the fun dance songs. Yes. I love it. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you, too. Oh, my God. Wait. All right. All right. <laughs> all right ruined a perfectly good moment <laughs> oh my god i love uh talking to you about uh lady gaga's first album yeah this was a good episode yes this was fun yeah yeah pretty pretty gay i love it <laughs>
Um, yeah, so that definitely does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. Uh, we want to thank everyone who gave us a listen. A huge thank you to Lady Gaga for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel, Apple Music, and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that can change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts or if you have a favorite video you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at rememberedmusicvideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. Follow, subscribe, and feel free to give us a rating. Five gay stars only. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Baby! Until next time. Bye! No lesbian animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast.